Everyone is a character. All characters are Tatiana. Conclusion, Tatiana is everyone. You're listening to Tatiana is Everyone, an Orphan Black podcast. My name is Chris. And my name is Stephanie. And in this episode, we're talking, doing some more season three discussion. So if you haven't seen through the end of season three, there will be some spoilers for you ahead. And in this episode, we're talking about Cal and Jesse, the significant others of the the twins. Our mirror twins. Mirror twins. Thank you. <laughs> I, I could tell you couldn't remember the word. It's mirror. <laughs> It's been so long, Stephanie. I know. I know. <laughs> I'm suffering from hiatus madness, I'm afraid. I understand. I understand. But yeah, we wanted to talk about Cal because we thought we got some interesting information about Cal in season three. But obviously, he's not around all that much. And so we're like, oh, yeah, Jesse, he returned too in season three. Who And he first appeared in, in season two. So we're talking about Cal. We're talking about Jesse. You want to get started talking about Cal first? Yes, let's. Poor Cal only makes a single episode appearance. He had kind of an intense episode, though, you gotta admit. It, it was a good episode. He, mm-hmm. There was some good stuff in there. But yeah, it was kind of weird to me that he was only in the one episode. I think we feel his presence a little bit later, because we know that he's taking care of Kira. But, right. But yeah, that that was mostly what he did this season. He was taking care of Kira. Off screen this time, because that's pretty much what he did in season two. He was Kira's babysitter, essentially. But we got to actually see them interacting. We got to see Cal more. But this season, he was off in Iceland or wherever. And it was surprising to me that since he, I think, was fairly significant in season two, that he was so non-existent in season three. Yeah. But at the same time, they introduced a bunch of new elements. So it makes sense, I guess, to me that we didn't see it because, because he was essentially doing the same thing that we saw him doing the last season. So we, it's one of those things we've already seen it. Right. Not that there's not more that we could get that they could make worthwhile. Mm-hmm. But I understand why they didn't show it to us. Well, I'm wondering if they, cause we did get to see Kira more throughout the season than Cal, because we saw her on Skype one time. She's in the final episode of the season, and she also makes an appearance in Certain Agony of the Battlefield and Sarah's, like, visions. So we get to see Kira a little bit more than we get to see Cal in in season three. And I'm wondering if there was a practical reason for the choice. Like, maybe uh, Mikhail Houston wasn't available more to shoot in season three if they needed to send Skylar Wexler out of the way for some reason. I don't know. Do you have any thoughts about that? Uh, Not that you haven't already mentioned. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Because he is, he's a busy actor, it seems like, so, yeah. At least recently, it seems like he's had a lot of projects going on. But yeah, as far as I know, he's still on Game of Thrones. I haven't been watching, so mm. I don't know, but okay. I've not heard otherwise. Let's put it that way. But Cal, like we mentioned, I think he gets a heck of an episode, even though he's just in one episode. We get that a terribly cute scene where he brings Kira and Sarah to the house that he's bought, and they play floor hockey and they're smooching. So we get this glimpse of Sarah having a happy nuclear family life. And that, I think, really seems to up the stakes for her this season. 
in regards to dealing with both Castor and Dyad. Yeah, he he is so sweet and supportive in the one that episode that he's in that it kind of makes it worse that he's not in the rest of the season just because mm-hmm. you're like, you know, we need you, Cal. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah and us, the audience, we need you. <laughs> we do. Nothing else. The hair. <laughs> <laughs> they are the good hair family, yes. Mm. But it, it feels like that moment is really what helps cement Sarah's decision to send Kara out of the way and really go after things this season in a way that she hadn't before, before she was really on the defensive, it felt like. Mm-hmm. Whereas this season, she was pursuing leads that was kind of, I don't know, it felt a little different for me this season in regards to Sarah's actions. Of course, I mean, the end of the episode that Cal is in, Rudy comes in to Felix's apartment and he's got Mm -hmm. a gun trained on Kira at times Mm -hmm. and is essentially taking her captive. And I mean, if I was Sarah, I would do the same thing. Right. You know, get your kid to safety. No, I agree. Yeah. So it is, it's personal this time. It is. But I think she felt like she could do that because Cal was also in the picture. I don't know if, especially if at that point, if she would have sent him sent Kira away with Mrs. S because she very quickly learned of of Mrs. S's betrayal, sending Helena away. So the fact that Cal was around, I think, meant that she felt okay sending Kira with him. That's true. The the relationship, especially at the beginning of season three, when this is happening, the relationship between Mrs. S and Sarah is a bit more tenuous than we'd seen it in the prior season. So, Mm -hmm. so yeah. We also get in Cal's one episode the information that Paul shares about him being a war profiteer. We had heard before that he was a designer of technology for, you know, little pollinating drones to replace bees. And then he insinuated that his partners sold the technology to the military. But here we have Paul confronting him and saying that he was actually directly involved with selling his technology to the military and profited from it. And I'm really curious about this because it's not necessarily it's not necessarily the way Paul is making it seem to me. Mm-hmm. It could be, but I don't know how much Paul knows. You know what I mean? Exactly. And that's my big question about that reveal is like is Cal not as innocent as we thought he was? Or can we really trust the way that Paul is characterizing Cal's actions? Obviously, he has some skin in the game in regards to who Cal is as a person and, and who he could be in Sarah's life. Right. But it's one of those things, if Paul is gathering all this information from, let's say, official military documents, wouldn't it look the same whether Cal was involved or whether Cal's de- or whether the decision was made by Cal's co-workers? Mm. Know what I mean? Yeah. Either way, he's profiting off of this. Right. So it could be a matter of what Paul is seeing in this, how he's interpreting it. Right. Or it could be that, yeah, what Cal said earlier is a, a less... Uh, a friendlier version of the truth, a nicer sounding version of the truth. There you go. Yeah, I agree. I think we can consider the fact that Paul doesn't, excuse me, Cal doesn't try to contradict Paul when he characterizes it that way. But 
Paul's kind of, you know, snuck into his house with a gun. So I don't know if Cal's necessarily feels like he can be actually, sir, I disagree with you on that matter. You know? (laughs) Right. Right. And I mean, just the type of person that Cal is, I don't know that he'd do that anyway. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Yeah. It's none of Paul's business. Right. So... Obviously, this is a question I think we can only answer for us personally, but does this information that that Paul seems to reveal or could possibly have revealed in season three, does that make us doubt Cal as a good person, as a good partner for Sarah? Or do we think this is just potentially adding more colors, more interesting flavors to his character? It could be adding more layers to it, but I still, either way, like, I don't, I don't have doubts about cal as a human being mm-hmm. apparently <laughs> i mean he's taking care of kira kira's safe <laughs> that's kira all i need to know him. that's all we need to know <laughs> I'm, i i think i'm of the same way as well i i think like you i have doubts about how paul is characterizing his actions it doesn't make me think that we can't trust cal in regards to the whole clone conspiracy situation i don't now think he's two-faced I think it just maybe suggests there could be more to him than we've seen. Right. So let's transition and talk a little bit about Jesse, he of the towing truck company. Helena's boyfriend, Jesse. Yes. (laughs) We're going to get married and and tow trucks together. Um, Aw. (laughs) The thing is, I can just picture Helena actually like towing a f- a truck physically like she is just <laughs> hitched a, a chain to the front no, of the I'm truck. picturing it and it's great and she's just pulling it along it's like well jesse was busy yeah. <laughs> they called <laughs> with like a chain in her teeth exactly <laughs> but i've distracted us i apologize <laughs> So I feel like Jesse kind of serves a similar purpose as Cal in in regards to how the character functions in the story. I, I like Cal. I think he's kind of representative of Helena's hope for a happy, more normal life is is how he kind of was used, I think, in season three. I totally agree. Do you think that he has upped the stakes for Helena in some way in regards to I don't know, because it's hard to know what Helena wants out of life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, other than family and babies. And but food. Then, and food. Don't forget and food, the food. And food, pardon me. But, you know, maybe Jesse, and I think we've seen this from the way she's talked about him, Jesse is part of that idea of family mm. already, which, of course, who knows how this is going to play out long term. But Jesse seems pretty cool with Helena's weird stuff, she says, so... He it does. Work. <laughs> yeah, because I, I remember when he showed up at the end of season three, we were kind of like holding our breaths a little bit like, oh, what if he realizes she's how strange Helena is and thinks, oh, gosh, I better run for the hills. But he seems to really like that she's kind of odd and and seems to dig her, which makes me happy. But he's still such an unknown character. I don't really know how to feel about him. Right. And it's one of those things, it's not just that Helena's strange, she's strange and murderous a little yeah, bit, so... Yeah, a little, a tiny bit murderous. <laughs> just a tiny bit. A smidge murder, murder, murderous. She's cut down. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> but then they're, like, making out and she has to go and kill Rudy, so it's not like... <laughs> 
it's not like it's been it's been 30 days since i last killed somebody you know <laughs> he deserved it though <laughs> it's true that was an avenging angel killing rather than a i don't know targeting for anyway moving on um <laughs> So I don't know what to feel about how to feel about Jesse quite. He seems cute. He seems to like Helena, which is good. But that's all we really we, he owns a tow truck, tow truck company. He likes Helena. Like that's all we really seem to know about him. Right. I was going to say, you know, Donnie seems to approve, but I don't know if that's necessarily a good sign either. Mhm. Necessarily. I'm heartened by the fact that it seemed like Donnie had to go find him. It wasn't that Jesse just showed up somewhere and found Helena himself. That would make me suspicious of him. Yes, agreed. So I am less suspicious that he came back into the picture because Donnie tracked him down. That doesn't mean he's not a plant. (laughs) (laughs) I trust very few people entirely on this show. (laughs) All the qualifiers we have to add when discussing Orphan Black. Mm -hmm. I don't not trust him. Exactly. Oh, goodness. But I think the big question that I have about both Jesse and Cal is, are we actually going to get to learn more about these characters? Because, you know, Patrick J. Adams, he's over on Suits. Um, Mikhail Huisman, as we mentioned, seems to be a busy guy. Are we going to be able to have these characters on the show more and explore these characters like backstory and motivations and, and all of that good stuff? I would hope so. But yeah, you you never know, really. Because I would be so crushed if things didn't work out between, or if things had to end so quickly between Helena and Jesse. I wouldn't be surprised if it didn't work out. But, you know, if they never got a chance to blossom, that would be heartbreaking to me. Yeah. We'll, we'll always have fan fiction? I guess. I don't know. So I'm interested in seeing more from both of these characters, especially Cal, just because we've gotten, we know more about him already. But I would love to see them back in season four. Right, Cal is really tied in to the story more than Jesse is. Mm-hmm. But with Kira and his military ties. That's a good point about Cal's military ties. Obviously, we got a lot of military storyline in season three. I don't know how much we're going to get in season four, but that could maybe be an interesting way to keep that piece of the clone conspiracy involved, as if we explore the military ties more through Cal and potential connections he might have. Right. I mean, the end of season three, to me, definitely hinted at that the military aspect is not over. Mm-hmm. But maybe in a more diminished capacity. In- yeah, probably. Yeah. An element rather than the main arc of the season. Right. Is my guess. I agree. It seems like they're leaning toward neolutionist stuff, but it's always hard to make any assumptions when it comes to the show, as we And say. they're probably neolutionists in the military, so... Ooh. <laughs> Am I wrong? No. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully these actors will be available for more work because I'd like to see them back if possible. Me too. We'd love to hear your thoughts about our mirror twins, honeys, bows, <laughs> special pals. You can go and leave a comment on the show notes over at tatianaiseveryone.com slash 95. You can email us at feedback at tatianaiseveryone.com. You can call and leave a message on our listener voicemail line at 972-514-7223. We are on Twitter at TIE Podcast, and we're also on Facebook. 
Tatiana is Everyone is part of the Ask Genre TV family of podcasts. You can go and listen to our other podcasts about Lost Girl and Killjoys and a couple of others over at askgenretv.com. And in this episode, Cal's Hair Products were played by Tatiana Maslany. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.